we're going to be talking about how to get archetypal energy through a technique developed by Carl Jung. Hey, Tyler the Wizard here. Just wanted to hop on it. I said Carl Jung there as the source for this technique. However, the original source material would be Nietzsche's will to power. And so what is this? This is a really profound technique that you can start utilizing right now um, that is a simple thought exercise that activates the imagination. Um, this is similar to what uh, a very, very small version of what Carl Jung did in the Red Book right here. Um, and it's using your imagination to help augment your reality in the real world. So by utilizing this technique, you can gain inspiration, think better, um, get more advanced problem solving, and overall just manage your life in a more effective way. So archetypal energy is the process of bringing forth in your mind an image of a person who would be successful at the thing you're trying to do, and then asking yourself, what would that person do in this situation? So what does that look like in practice? So for example, if you were in a position where you needed to uh, be a problem solver, maybe you needed to figure out a mystery, uh, find your lost keys, for example, at home, you could bring forth the image of who would be good at helping me find my keys. Perhaps Sherlock Holmes would be an excellent archetype for someone who could track down where your missing keys had gone, right? So you can ask yourself, ah, Sherlock Holmes, correct? He would be effective at finding my keys. What would Sherlock Holmes do to try and track down the keys? And your imagination will actually provide you with answers. It will literally say, hey, he might try this and this and this. And that lets you type tap into that archetypical energy and gain the wisdom that your mind has stored for that image. Now you can apply this to other things as well. For example, if you're at work or at school, you can do this by finding out who is the best at what it, you're trying to do. And then asking yourself that same question and say, what is the person who is the best at what I'm trying to do? What would they do in this situation? And that will, again, tap into that archetype that your mind has created and provide you with wisdom and information to help you move forward on your adventures. And so by simply summoning forth your imagination with this simple question, you're actually tapping into your subconscious and your conscious brain at the same time. So you're able to think more effectively. And my computer is making weird noises. I don't know why that is. It alleviates self-conscious conditioning. It's great, exactly. So the reason this is so profound and the reason this is so effective is because you are separating the you from the equation and taking out all the negative biases you might be holding yourself back with and then projecting it out onto, well, maybe I couldn't do that, but maybe what would Sherlock Holmes do? Sherlock Holmes is the perfected ideal of someone who could solve that problem. And by doing that, you're able to strip away the biases that you have about yourself and project them onto your imagination and then take that information from your imagination and apply it to yourself. It's pretty bizarre, isn't it? <laughs> hey, Nazi, welcome, how are you doing? And then finally, the, you know, the best, and I think the classic example of this is applying this to spirituality. This is a technique that Jesus literally teaches you to do. This is where that wristband, what would Jesus do, comes from. That's literally this technique being applied on the spiritual realm. You don't, I myself am not perfect. I myself am sinful. I myself make mistakes, but Jesus did not. What would Jesus do in this situation? And then what is the data I can get back from that? So you can apply that same technique to to a whole wide ranging of problems and using imaginative states to help yourself get information you need to advance yourself in your life. 
So like manifesting your reality. No, nothing like manifesting your reality. <laughs> manifesting your reality is the, um, what I would call false, um, the false idea that you can think things into reality. Um, and that's not true. That's one step of things is to imagine, hey, what do I want to achieve? And then from there, you need to actually formulate real world material results as well as a logical strategy, as well as foundational proofs that what you're trying to do is possible. And then from there, gain the emotional energy to get yourself to where you wanna go. And then only then, when you've checked off those four categories, are you able to actually start achieving and manifesting, quote unquote, your goal in the real world. What most people stop at when they say manifesting is they think, Wow, it'd be really cool if I could do that. And that's all they do. <laughs> and then that doesn't get you anywhere. Sitting around daydreaming about what you want doesn't really matter. What um, Knowing what you want is the first step. And then from there, you have to start doing the real world work to actually achieve what you're trying to achieve. So um, that's where most people screw up. In fact, to the point where I tell people, don't ever worry about manifesting, you know? Pick something that you want and then create a plan and then start taking action on that plan and make sure that it aligns with your values and that you're motivated by the idea. And if you do that, you'll be way ahead of anyone who's just thinking about it.